Hi, this is Pastor Mike Gordon, and welcome to Bethel Brandon's Sunday Message. For more information about this podcast and more resources, visit us at BethelBrandon.ca. Father, be glorified, we pray. Lord, have your way in our midst. This is a wonderful opportunity, wonderful day, God. I pray that you bless it. Everything that we do, God, may you be lifted up. May you be glorified. Pray, Father, for every single person who's here in the service today. Uh, the anointing power of the Holy Spirit to just descend upon this place, Father, and, and through the airways, Father. And uh, Lord, we want to celebrate the fact that you are a God that changed lives. And so, Lord, speak to people minister to our hearts. And may you be lifted up, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask it. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Please be seated. We are glad to have you here on a Sunday morning. We are glad that you are joining us online Sunday morning. We have a special, uh, special time uh, which is planned. Uh, Just a couple things. I always like to have a time of prayer. Uh, We usually don't take up an offering anymore, but I always like to have a time of thanksgiving because people have given to support this church and we're so thankful that you did so that we can continue to be uh, the light in this community and to be the link in this community, to be the life in this community. Uh, and just by the way we are uh, proclaiming the gospel and living out our lives every single day. Amen? All right. Great to have people here to say amen back to me. Amen. Hey, so um, just a couple things. Um, Pastor Kim, uh, who coordinates the Teen Challenge here in Brandon, she's going to be speaking next Sunday. And, uh, you know, I know that she has spoken on a few cases as a, as a mother on Mother's Day or perhaps representing Teen Challenge, but I wanted her to come uh, to speak because she is an excellent communicator and anointed communicator of the Word of God. So uh, we're going to have her join us uh, next uh, Sunday. Uh, we're going to also have Derek Anderson the week after that. We have Andrew Porterfield coming. We've got a whole bunch of things which are taking place. We are going to go ahead uh, as we are able to open uh, our doors. And so kind of, we're kind of looking forward um, to that. Also, Fusion tonight. Make sure you tune in for Fusion tonight. So lots of great things happen. But let's just start by thanking God for his provision in our life. So God, we just um, worship you. We thank you, and, and we worship you with song, and we worship you with, uh, with thanksgiving and, and, and vocal praise and all these things. But many times, Lord, we fail to realize that we also worship you through our giving. And Lord, I know that there are a number of people who have been faithful in their tithes and their offerings and people who will be giving today, and, and Lord, we're just so thankful and Lord, as people who are obedient to give as they, they do in direction to your word, I ask God that you will bless and minister to every single person who is here today and every single person uh, who is watching online, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. Baptism. This is a great thing. I have like a little 70-second video that I kind of wanted to show just to kind of introduce us and allow uh, those people who are the candidates to kind of get themselves ready. So let's just show that at this particular time. And... Uh, and we can celebrate together.
Amen. Now, that video is called uh, Washing Your Sins Away. It kind of reminds me of a, uh, a story of a young pastor who had two young children, and uh, he was talking to one of the, the people who was being baptized in, in the morning and was congratulating him for taking that step. And so the two younger children who were very young, the younger uh, daughter says, hey, what is... What does baptism do anyways? And the older brother, but still young boy, says, oh, says baptism, that's where the, the pastor comes and washes your senses away. <laughs> now, he's close, but that's not exactly what it is. But what we are here for this morning is to um, celebrate new life. Um, we're, it kind of goes... Um, dovetails into the, the series that we're dealing with, and it's called The Journey Backs, Journey Back, and, and it kind of made me ask a question. Since this pandemic, let me ask you, um, are you a better person now that the pandemic has happened? Do you feel like you're healthier now than before the pandemic? Like, after all, we have been given a whole bunch of time to be with ourselves and to be with family and, and to be able to put ourselves in shape spiritually, and my question is... Is that true? Do you find yourself spiritually a stronger person since the pandemic? Or do you find yourself saying, I am really um, struggling here, or I'm further from God? And, and um, maybe some of you are saying, well, the journey back, in what way are you talking about? And that is so true. There's so many dimensions when we talk about the journey back. We can talk about the journey back from this pandemic, and we can talk about just, just spiritually, there's a, a journey back towards God. And, and um, we even talked about the fact that some of us are on a journey back from hurt, from heartache, from habits, all those things that take place and, and we are wounded and, and we're trying to make our way back. Even last week we talked about this tempest, this, this whirlwind of emotions that we are going through during this time. Worry, fear, anger, and in and of themselves we can kind of handle them, but when all of a sudden all three become a part of it during this pandemic, we're having a hard time coping. And basically what I'm saying is that we seem to be in a perpetual state of recovery. We're, uh, we're trying to get back to the place that we were, or we're trying to get to, back to a place where we want to be, or we're trying to get to a place where God wants us to be. We're always kind of on that journey. And so over the past few weeks, we have been trying to get ourselves to stop ourselves and ask where we are on the journey, and do we need to be finding our way back to God, and, and everyone is on a journey. I don't care who you are. You can say, well, I'm an atheist, or I'm an agnostic, or I'm an extreme skeptic is still pursuing you. Well, how can that be? I don't even believe in God. I'm an atheist. Well, the truth is this. I don't think that God believes in atheists. I don't think that God believes that they exist. And so it's an important thing isn't it, to ask, to ask ourselves this question. Jesus tells this powerful story in Luke chapter 15. Most of us know it, but for those of you who are not really aware of some of the Bible stories that were taking place, it's a story that Jesus tells of two brothers, a younger and an older one. And the younger one basically says this, Dad, I hate you. I wish you were dead. Give me my inheritance right now, and I'm going to get out of here. And surprisingly, the dad does. Gives him everything that he's looking for. And the Bible says that he goes into this far-off country and he squanders it on riotous living with, with, uh, with everything that you can think of to do wrong. He did wrong. And what happens is the money runs out. 
Not only that, at the same time, a huge famine comes into the country, and at that particular time, here he is poor at a time when the economy is bad, and at that time, they didn't have welfare, they didn't have unemployment, they just let you starve to death. And so this is what's happening to to this young boy, and luckily, in some respects, I guess, he hires himself out to a foreman who feeds, who, who pays him to feed the pigs, just enough to keep them alive. And he's at the point where he is so hungry that he's hoping that he can actually eat the pig food rather than the pigs. And in the Bible, in one particular version, it says this, he came to himself. All of a sudden, there's this aha moment that takes place in his life. And he says, you know what? I've really blown it. I've messed up. I've, I've done the most terrible things to my father. I'm wondering if maybe even he would just allow me to work for him. I didn't have to call me a son or anything like that. I just want to work because I know that his workers are at least eating. And so what happens is he begins this journey back. Back to him, to, to the fact, to, to see his father. And, and the scriptures go on and say that his dad actually sees him a long ways away and he embarrasses himself. He embarrasses himself as a rich man to go and see this individual and he, he smothers his, his son who's coming back with affection and he, he puts new clothes on him. He puts a ring on his finger. He causes this great big huge party to take place and, and at this point there is a temptation for us in this story. The temptation is as we read this and we hear Jesus talk about this, we say, oh yeah, that reminds me of of my friend Ray. Ray was really serving God at one point. Now he's not serving the Lord. And and I I know he's talking about Ray. He's talking about my son. He's talking about my daughter. He's talking about my parents. He's talking about someone who's close to me, my neighbor. That person that I used to go to youth with and now they're not even really going to church or serving the Lord as well. It's about them. That's the temptation. But if I stop for a second and I think about it, if I were to be honest... I come to the realization this person is me. That's who it is. It's all of us, really. You see, we are all on a journey back. The question I have for you today, and as we watch these baptisms, is this, where are you in the journey? Like for many of us on this journey, there's a point where people have said, Okay, God, I'm giving you everything. This is the point in my life where I realize all the terrible things that I have done in my life, the sin, like all the anger and the rage and the unforgiveness and the bitterness and the envy and the times where I have robbed people, times where I've lied, times where I have done all these things, and we have all done them. We said, God, I want you to forgive me, and I am giving you my life. I am giving you absolutely everything. I want you to be the ruler of my life. And that is a key moment in the journey. It is a time that you give Jesus control. It is the time when you actually associate with Jesus, where you actually become a Christian. In John 3, it says it's that point where you become, and you've heard this term, born again. Paul, when he's talking to the Corinthian church, has a unique way of saying it. In in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he says this, if any person is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old's passed away, all has become new. And at time, that time, he comes to, God to, to ask Jesus into his heart, and the Holy Spirit takes residence into his life. And today, that is what we celebrate. We celebrate that point in the journey where we have said, God, I'm going to give you everything. You come into my life. I am going to be a passionate follower of Jesus. It is a symbolic gesture of a spiritual transformation that takes place in our life is where you go down into the water and come out. And it resembles Jesus dying and rising from the dead, but it talks about us 
dying to the old man and the new person arising. It is like a spiritualization of the cleansing of sins which takes place in our lives as a result of giving our heart to Jesus. It is a declaration. It is a declaration of spiritual change which happens. And, and, and Paul even talks about this as he's writing to the Galatians church. In, in Galatians 2.20, he, he basically says this. I am crucified, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who, who loved me and gave himself for me. Baptism embodies that action. That is what happens when you become baptized. It is your, it is your shout at the top of the moment of the mountain where you say, I am not ashamed and we do it by immersion. We, we allow people to go down and up because it represents that. I know some people say, well, what about being sprinkled? And I don't think that there has been anything that has indicated that in Scripture. And some people said, well, I got sprinkled as a baby, and then I kind of went through these confirmation classes. But, but as you look at the Bible, it talks about baptism being a command of God that God tells us to do. But it, it comes as a result of actually making the decision to do it. And so that's kind of why we, we have baptism. And there's a lot of people who, who love Jesus who've never really been baptized. And let me just encourage you. One of the first things Jesus tells you once you accept Jesus is to be baptized, is to have this proclamation. And as I've talked to people about not being baptized, this is what they say. I don't like getting up and talking about people about, about my journey because I'm scared. Uh, my doctor, my doctor, my daughter actually said this. I said, if, she said, if I had a choice as to get up and speak with people or to kick the corner of a building, a brick building, with my foot, I would kick the building. I do not want to have anything to do with getting up and speaking in front of people. That fear is there. Well, I think that there are other ways that we can kind of share your testimony. We can kind of allow you to express your faith. And, and so we have some videos that, that people are going to be expressing. And, and there's going to be people who are actually going to be giving their testimony. And, and there are times where we have people write down their testimony and someone significant in their life that kind of reads it out. And um, it's just an important thing. It's not the end of the journey. It's just that one part of the journey. It's a necessary part of the journey because that's the part where you actually give your heart to Christ. It's the time where you actually get to know him. And so today we are going to celebrate changed life of four people. And, uh, and some are with Teen Challenge and we're glad to have the Teen Challenge uh, uh, home with us and uh, those of us who are here who are family and friends and, and we welcome you. And our first candidate is Alexandra, so I'm just going to allow uh, her video, video testimony to come at this time as we start our baptisms. Hello, my name is Alex Asham. I'm 21 years old. I was born and raised in Dauphin, Manitoba. I'm in month six at Teen Challenge Center in Brandon, Manitoba. I started using pot and alcohol at the age 12 and I was selling myself for drugs. And by the time I was like 15, I was in CFS. And then being in CFS, that led to shooting up meth. So I came back home and I was still shooting up meth. 
and things just went downhill because I got drug-induced psychosis. And drug-induced psychosis is where you're hearing voices and seeing things that aren't really there. Years of my life, um, my mom recently just got saved. Like, into two years, I was having drug-induced psychosis, so that was her, her uh, God's way of telling me that it's going to be my turn. So, so um, yeah. So one night after hallucinating, uh, my mom had enough, and she said, you got to get help, and you got to get out. So I didn't know what to do. I phoned up my friend, Nichelle, and she uh, brought me to Brandon. And then um, coming to Brandon, I applied for Teen Challenge. And it only took me a week to come to Teen Challenge, which was amazing because sometimes it takes more, a little bit more time. And um, so I went to Teen Challenge and it was so weird because like when I walked in those doors, I've never felt a welcoming feeling in ever in my life and so that's where God like told me like this is where you belong for now and two weeks into the program is when I phoned up my mom and I told her I'm like I gave my life to the Lord and she was so she was so happy because like she was saved and like now I know how she feels and so after that and then I started speaking in tongues and started like being on fire for God and just changed completely like it's just so freeing and there's no turning back once you know that God is real and so that's that's my testimony and I have a favorite verse that I like to use it's Matthew 6 Seek the kingdom of God above all else, live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Well, I have the privilege of being here with Alex, and, uh, you know, just this morning as we were getting changed, she's like, I don't know, do you see any difference, Teen Challenge family? Do we see a difference in Alex? Amen. Amen. This girl's life has forever been changed. Right, Stella? Absolutely. So I'm excited to be able to now baptize her. So do you want to come and stand up here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, Alex, on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, this is Katie, and Katie has been in the program a whole month and has accepted the Lord as her Savior and has bravely said, I am ready to be baptized. She just wants to go full force exactly into everything. So, Katie, do you want to share a little bit of your story with us? Um, yeah. So, hi, I'm Katie, 34 years old, um, from London, Ontario. And, yeah, I've been in the program for about a month now, and... Um, it's been awesome. I, I fought really hard not to come here for like a while, but I'm really glad that my friends and family like stuck with me and were basically like, you need to go here or that's it. Um, yeah, because I was at the lowest of my low then, like in my addiction. And um, 
yeah, I gave my life over to Jesus, I think about two weeks after I was in the program. And water baptism, I feel, is just the last step to continue on the process and turn into the butterfly. And you'll let God use me as his vessel and just keep doing good things, you know. So love all my sisters, love everybody, and thank you all for being here. There's nothing like getting to hang out with new Christians. So if you ever want to experience that joy, you need to come hang out at Teen Challenge. All right, Katie, you want to come stand over here? Well, on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Charlie. I am I was born and raised in a Christian family. I have known Jesus all my life. I have loved Jesus since as long as I can remember. Um, I asked Jesus into my heart when I was seven and I want to be baptized because I want to be closer to Jesus and I um, I was dedicated when I was very young and I have loved Jesus ever since. <laughs> what a testimony to be able to say you've known Jesus as long as you can remember. Hey, what a gift that is. You know, I've gotten to know Charlie a little bit since her mom came on staff with us and, and I hear a lot of stories of Charlie up in the morning doing her devos and Charlie praying with her mom and Charlie standing up for Jesus at school and I just it's so admirable that you are living your life for the Lord no matter what right and so here we are and we're going to baptize you now which is just another awesome step so you want to come and stand up here well Charlie on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ I now baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit My name is Ishmael. I was born in El Salvador. I came to Canada when I was 10 years old, and I grew up in a Christian family. When I started realizing that I needed God in my life, I needed Jesus in my life, that's when I realized that I needed to accept Christ. And I made a serious commitment on accepting Him. And I'm getting baptized because it's an act of obedience. Hey, this is Ishmael Diaz, and we are glad to be able to participate in this day with him. Now, there's some people who might be here and saying, I, I just need to know more. Everything that's going on, I think that God is speaking to my heart. And you might not be in that part of the journey where you've actually given your heart and everything to the Lord, but, but maybe God's knocking on your door as a result of this. Then, hey, don't leave this place without talking to us. Or if you're online, I know that there's some things that you can listen to uh, after this uh, after the service is over and our website. So I just wanted to say that because you just, I just don't know how the Holy Spirit is working on people's lives as they watch and see and celebrate uh, lives being changed. So at this time, Ishmael Diaz, 
based upon confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and as he commanded it, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let me take my, put my microphone down so we don't... Uh... Thank you for taking the time to listen. Let's continue the conversation online. Visit us at BethelBrandon.ca or follow us on Facebook.